It, it's a thing where there's like a weird order of operations. Yeah. But I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's all like, good. It's I, like a, it. it's like the fucking nuclear command over here just trying to get my. You got to turn, turn two keys. Yeah, turn your key. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. Isn't that a gag in a movie where they have to turn two keys at the same time and it's only one person in the room? It feels like one, but also one that, like, I feel like that's how, like, Terminator 3 would end. Yeah. That's not how it ends. But it's like, oh, no, we got to stop it. It's just, like, two keys, but, like, one there's only one person in the room. The the enemy is distance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good gag for, like, a weird spy movie. I feel like Wet Hot should have done that in the show, like, when they're underground (laughs) with Reagan or something. Like, that's that's what I feel like it would have been in. Shit on a shit, George. Shit on a, I'm gonna shit on shit. Uh, oh fuck, yeah, yeah. That feels very wet hot. Or like, uh, it probably happens in like a Johnny English, or like fucking like Superman Four. I don't know. <laughs> Quest for Peace. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh uh, fuck. I should watch the Reeves. They're all. They've been doing them on Caravan of Garbage. Oh, I know. That's part of the reason why I'm like, I should watch yeah. these. Because I've like, never seen the Donner Cut, and I'm like, I would be curious. Ooh, it's weird. I think I think they're circling back to it after they do all four. Yeah. They're they're doing those, and then I listened to half of their episode this morning. Uh, and I didn't listen to their WandaVision recap uh, since you know we're doing that. I'm trying to, like, I'll usually listen to it, but I'll, I usually try and do it, like, after. Um Although that's not been the case every time, but uh, uh, yeah, they said they're gonna do uh, the Mortal Kombat movies now that the Mortal Kombat trailer's out, and I was like, oh hell yeah, that trailer was so good. It it so when I first watched it, I watched it on my phone, and the first time I watched it, it like glitched weird, and it made it look like it was just edited poorly. So I had to watch it again a second time, and I was like, oh okay, this looks a lot better because it, it was like. It was sloppy editing mistakes that you could see in something else where it was like the hits were off and the sound was off. I don't I don't know what was up with it, but the first time I watched That's the trailer before. for it. Yeah, it, it wasn't quite Tom Cruise mummy trailer, but it was like. It something still was, wasn't right. Yeah. 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 Something something wasn't right. But then rewatching it, I was just like, it looks because I do. I do want to talk about the trailer, but like um, it looks like a. And I mean this in the best way, like like a straight to. It looks like a high production value, like straight to DVD, like good action movie. Cause, yeah, which is like actually good praise because there's like some sneaky, really good like. Action I mean, yeah, I don't, there. I don't, I can't imagine you getting more out of this IP than that. You know, like unless if, you go like really into the mystical like lore. Unless you just went like, there's no Earth. It's just you pick like. A, yeah. It's a Goro movie or something insane. <laughs> like, that, that's what I mean. And then you're just like, you're just so out there that it's like, are, are people even really there to see that? No, I mean, they're no. there to see some crazy finishing moves and some gore, and that's exactly what they're giving us. So, and also a lot of fun characters. Like, yeah, I, when previously announced, they're like, yeah, there's going to be Scorpion, Sub Zero. Uh, they're going to do Shao Kahn, Liu Kang. They're going to bring all these people in. And then there's been some, like, photos, and it's like, here's Jax. And then mm-hmm. I think that's Kung Lao or something. I think his name's Kung Lao. Is the guy yeah, with I'm the hat. sure they're going to bring in some, like, just secret ones that they're probably hiding for sure. In the trailer alone, it was like there was a bunch already where it was like Goro, one of the other ninja. There's, like, a ninja in, like, smoke 
and who looks different from Scorpion and Sub-Zero. And I'm like, maybe that's Smoke. I don't know. Like, there's, like, mm-hmm. weird other shit. And then there, there's a lot of characters and uh, things that, like, I don't think that they had previously announced. The trailer was just like, yeah, here's a shot of fucking Goro. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, Why not? Yeah. Hell yeah. No, it's yeah. it's super cool. It, it's, yeah. And, I mean, it's going on HBO Max, right? So it's yeah. kind of, like, the perfect place for it. Yeah. It's going to be a great, like, it's going to be a great, like, Friday night or, like, Sunday afternoon, like, mm-hmm. dumb movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. where it's just like, yeah, let's just fucking throw on the new Mortal Kombat and just be like, all right, yeah, that's done. I'd like to yeah. see another one of those in a year or two. Hell yeah, dude. Um, yeah. yeah, it looks, the cast is super interesting and the CGI looks pretty good. Like, there's yeah. some cool, there's some cool stuff that they're doing with, like, the frozen blood and yeah the uh, ice blood finisher is fucking rad as hell it's, like that, it's so cool <laughs> that's the stuff that like this trip like that's feels all the fatality glimpses that you see in the trailer feel like spoilers but it's also like it, it kind of had to be like no we're gonna go for it and i was like we're yeah. doing it yeah like yeah. you, you kind of have to show the fans that they're like you know we're doing it and yeah you have great source material to go off of so yeah um, at least visually so yeah um it's yeah. like um it, it it's it, like how the boys is more like super powered people being violent like this is that but there's a little bit more, there's something else to it which i think which i think looks cool and like fun yeah yeah it's yeah. cool i i don't think it's gonna try to be anything more than it is it kind of feels like what suicide squad should have been um i don't know at least yeah. that's how the trailer kind of felt. You know what? Yeah, where it's like there's one kind of sympathetic character, and then you're just kind of then it's just kind of like a free for all. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably what James Gunn's The Suicide Squad is going to end up being. But <laughs> yeah, it's well, that's kind of how you have to do like anti-hero ensemble movies. I guess there's like kind of a formula, you know. I guess I, I don't know. I was gonna say I was like well, uh, established by what like well I think it was like yeah dirty dozen or magnificent seven or yeah i yeah, guess true. and then like suicide squad said that they were doing that and they didn't do that seven uh, yeah like a seven samurai yeah. seven samurai yeah yeah because seven the samurai original. they're all yeah they're all just kind of like ah eh, yeah kind of fucked up uh, but yeah i'll help you guys out you know a bug's life all these <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Toy Story. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. Toy Story, that Kurosawa movie. Uh, what's what's the one I'm thinking of? Oh, Cars two, um. <laughs> planes. Um. <laughs> Dane Cook's planes. Oof. Oh man. Yeah, dude. What uh, you been watching? Anything else recently? Seen anything else um, like going on? It's we been... s- we started Hell on Wheels, which has been pretty cool. That's a cool show. Oh, I forgot about that show. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an AMC kind of flew under the radar, I guess. Like, but it's like yeah. a historical fiction kind of show, so it's that, interesting. Yeah, that looked good. I remember when that came out that looked good. Is it? Yeah, cuz yeah. it's more what like era is that set in? It's like uh post-Civil War, like right after. Oh, okay. um, that's a, that's interesting. It definitely has like Red Dead Redemption vibes. Yeah. It's like Red Dead Redemption the show, like how everything aesthetically looks. It's pre- it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah, rad. Yeah. Yeah. Um I gotta get around to eventually playing Red Dead. I, I I bought it the day before Red Dead Two came out, and I haven't touched it just because I'm afraid of that time sink. 
it's like I look like it's yeah. like at least a seventy hour game from what I've like seen. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like two, that's two cool. I think I did eighty hours for sure. And I, I think I was like eighty three percent. That's a lot, yeah. I've been yeah. playing the the third Tomb Raider out of the rebooted series. I think Shadow of the Tomb the Tom Raider, which is really good. Those games are like really good, but I'm also like, yeah, this is nice because it's like fourteen hours. I'm like, and I, I there's like side stuff, but I don't have to do it all. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get through it in a weekend, yeah. No, I've been playing it for like three weeks. Like I've, oh, I'm nice. like taking my time with it, and nice. I'm like, which was not the plan. I kind of I wanted something that I could like go through a story and just be like, yeah, you know, I'll do a level here and there. And I'm like, oh damn, this is actually kind of long. Like, but <laughs> I'm like, oh, I do actually want to do this. What I just said, where I was like, oh, I don't have to do all the side mission stuff. I like, I I am compelled to. Like Red Dead, there's like too much of that. But yeah. Oh man, we um. Uh, Hell on Wheels I, I want to check out. I, I still want to check out Warrior because I, I need to... Um, yeah, I got to go back into that. that. I, I gotta. I only watched the pilot. Um, and then, what else? Um, been watching a lot of like Golden State Killer stuff um, okay. for some reason. I don't know. It just kind of came up because we watched the Cecil Hotel documentary and the Night what? Stalker stuff. I, I'm not a huge true crime person just because, like, like I, that's just not something where, that I've, I usually dive it's into. It's fine. Just stay away from it. That's fine. Oh, yeah, because there's... A, it's it's you know, dark. You don't need to a, do it if you don't want to. If you're not into it, you don't need to. Like, it's not it, everyone's cup of tea. Exactly. Like, uh, there's, um, there's a podcast called Colts that I listened to a little bit of, and that hit a point where it was just, like, so upsetting, where I was just like, I don't understand the fascination with this yeah. kind of stuff. And that's yeah. different than serial killers, but the, the, that Colts podcast, I, I was like... I do find Colts more upsetting. Uh, the Jonestown yeah. episode of, like, series of, of this true kind of podcast I listened to is really rough, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's just interesting because it's it is close to home for me. So I was you know, morbid curiosity, and the Cecil doc was too much. It wasn't really that great. Um, what is well, I was gonna ask. Uh, what is Golden State Killer? I think is more interesting just because there's like it's dude. The fucking there, there's story been a lot of is insane. Yeah, I don't know the full story, but there's there's a couple things about uh, them that I, I've I've been meaning to brush up on. Well, but I don't know all, anything about because the, like it's still season. happening the Golden State Killer stuff like they just threw him in the jail like a couple months ago so yeah, which is um, crazy or they they just like guess they just proved guilty like it's official now I think that's how recent it was like in it was like summer of 2020 Jesus yeah there's pictures of him like wearing a mask and shit like going to court it's fucking nuts um, oh god it's gonna be <laughs> such a that is gonna be such a weird timestamp. Like looking back on things where it's gonna be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah remember that? Oh, yeah. yeah, like all this crazy shit was happening. Uh, one of the most prolific serial killers in our country's history. Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, Cecil Hotel is like this kind of dilapidated uh, hotel in, on Skid Row in downtown Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, and there's this kind of like sordid past, and like there's like been a lot of deaths in it, and a lot of violence, and mysterious kind of like it's kind of got that like evil kind of energy to it it's you know like and this there's this one case where this guy did you ever see that video the girl in the elevator and she's acting like super weird and then she disappeared it like went viral probably like i think it was like seven years ago or so um and they found her like in the water tank above the hotel 
Um, so it was like this whole crazy thing about like what, what happened and it ended up just being her like having a, a mental health crisis and being really sad. And that's kind of why like I didn't like the documentary because they they add all of this shit to this. Like the fact uh, that it's gross. Richard Ramirez used to stay there and like all of these like, you know, it, it's. I was like, this feels like it's four documentaries in one, you know, like it could have been different. You could have tackled yeah. this differently. And then they also added this whole like online sleuthing thing. And like it kind of, they, it was almost like they're trying to like tell like, Hey, like careful, you know, you could be, cause they like ended up ruining this one dude's life. They like pinned the murder, her murder, which isn't, wasn't even a murder on some like sketchy dude that was staying there at the time. Uh, and this online mob just like, so it became like this whole other thing. So it was just like, huh. it just went, it got so big and so convoluted. I'm like, this is too much for one series. Yeah. That one thing that you're talking about, like the, like internet, like sleuths pinning it on the wrong person. That's a, that's, that's your documentary right there. And it's not going to be yeah. serious. It'll probably just be a movie, but that's, that that's can the be thing. Fine. It's like, that's its own thing. And then it was like the story of this, this poor woman that had like a whole mental health crisis and like mm. stop taking her medication and like they deliberately withheld like very obvious and basic information till the very end to like drag this whole thing out you know like That's editorially yeah, yeah i was just like this isn't good you know like i'm like this is going too far with it i think yeah there's better ways of like doing that where cooper's at the door where like you can um uh like withholding that just to like drag it out and make it seem like it's like supernatural or there's something else going on. Yeah, like, like Gail and I were like, because they they found her naked and her, her clothes were in the water tank, and I was like, she took them off trying to get out. Like that's you do that when you're like drowning. Yeah, and I I called that like 20 minutes into the first episode, and then like four hours later they tell us that and i'm like okay like this That's... is am i good enough to be a cop or is this that bad like <laughs> yeah that's ugh. yeah I, yeah i don't know it's stuff like that which is part of the reason why i stay away from like the true crime stuff just because it's like i don't know like every, you, there's there's gonna be an angle there i think like making a murderer was like the 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 one for me where i was like i didn't even it watch it big. i didn't even watch yeah. it i was yeah. like this the fact that it's so popular leads me to believe that it's bad <laughs> yeah it was that's a bad way of looking at it but um yeah there, but there definitely is a weird energy with cecil and like the they bring up how yeah. like cops just like take mental health patients and just drop them off in skin row and like it's just really sad how they handle the homeless population out here and yeah um that's another documentary you know it's like there's just so much in this that like there wasn't enough of a clear like agenda hmm. yeah interesting so Huh, huh. That's my yeah. word of caution going into that for anyone that hasn't. Um, yeah. Although I, the Golden State Killer stuff has been very fascinating because it's very focused on one person. So and like mm -hmm. their crimes. So yeah, because there's a lot there to be like you can explain how they did it or like what the how they got a, like how they like evaded it. There's a lot there to like. It's kind insane. Of, it's kind crazy. Of and then Michelle McNamara was like very instrumental in breaking that case and like focusing it on one person. Cause they connected, they, they originally thought it was like three or four different people because it was so spread out <laughs> and they had different names. It was like East area rapist was one of them. The night, the original night stalker was another one. And then like the, Visalia, fucking ransacker. They were like three or four different crime sprees that ended up being one person. Oh my god! And they connected it through like DNA and shit. And then like a twenty-three and Me like 
five years ago or four years ago ended up like connecting it to him that's so like, a, fucking a distant wild. relative did a 23 and me it's and like it also uh, like brings up this whole like ethics thing about collecting dna from people like they they went through his yeah, garbage um they went through his garbage and got like a napkin to get his dna uh they they swabbed his car door um <laughs> so i told that to gail and she's like well he's a fucking serial killer so he deserves it but i'm like yeah but i'm like that's kind of a an interesting like ethics question to bring up like how far do you go to catch somebody and like granted they got the guy and it's like a pretty very clear case like that it's him Mm -hmm. there's really no question about it but it is an interesting ethics question about like how far do you go and how also how how often do they do that when they don't catch the person you know like we only hear about the ones where it works yeah all the times where it doesn't where they do all this and it's like yeah. Oh, no, no, wasn't that person? Like, how have they been going through my shit? I don't know. Like, oh, I didn't do maybe. anything wrong, but well, the DNA says otherwise. Sean, we got him. <laughs> Bring him in. Open up the this, gates. This podcast has been a sting operation. I've been waiting this whole time. Me and my <laughs> this is my little detective buddy. Look at this. It's it's tea time here, by the way. Uh, I got a little I got a little sloth tea diffuser, and he's hanging out on the wall. <laughs> Does he have like a little diffuser butt? Is that how it yeah, works? He's got like a he's little baby little... butt. It's just pooping out all the tea. It's so good. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've been watching things that are uh, not documentaries. I finished the first season of Steven Universe, which is like fifty-two episodes. Hell yeah! It is. It it's pacing. The show's pacing is so fucking good, and like the emotional beats it usually hits are like crazy like it starts out as this like insane kind of kids show where it's just like okay it's this kid and these like three gem powered beings all live together and they kind of go on adventures and his dad's there and he's his dad's totally cool with all this uh (laughs) but it's mostly like this kid's like he's like their little brother basically and they like bring him on missions and they're like okay and then slowly over the course of the season they explain like why that like why that group is basically like like that like why what kind of like led to that like where's steven's mom like what happened there and like the, the it slowly doles out lore and like increases like a threat level and like all these things all tied to like the relationships of the characters it is very good uh like, damn what's it on i'll check it out it's on hulu and also hbo max it's and each episode's 11 minutes it's it's 11 minute episodes I would say if you start it, you can literally just throw it on and be doing other things. And then eventually you're going to like it. The lore, it's kind of like Adventure Time where like Mm -hmm. if you ever watch through Adventure Time, like the lore slowly like finds its way like in there to kind of be like to give a lot of it like a lot more weight. And there's like five or six. I think there's six seasons in a movie, Uh, but it's it's really good. Uh, I like it a lot. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, I'm like, what a, I guess this is what I'm watching now. But, um, and then, uh, fans of the music I was doing into the microphone, uh, when we started, well, they would know that I've been watching the flight attendant, uh, Kelly and I put, uh-huh. started watching that. Uh, and it's, it's good. It's not great. It's good. It's score though is fucking awesome. And it is yeah. working to say that that show's score is working overtime is an understatement. It's <laughs> when the show when the when it goes to the credits, the first uh, credit is the composer. 
No way. It is. I was like, holy shit. Um, at least on the first episode. I didn't notice on the later ones. Because it's all just like... It's good. Kelly Cuoco is just like... Oh, shit. Like, oh, no. I gotta stop partying. I woke up and there's a dead guy in my bed. Oh, no. I shouldn't get drunk. But then she keeps getting drunk. And it's, it it's very like peak TV though, where it's like, I'm like, where there's like a weird subplot where like Rosie Perez is like dealing drugs or like possibly doing like corporate espionage. I'm like, what is going? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's, it, it it's a weird show where it, it it feels very very drawn out, but it's you know it's good. It's it's good. It's worth it's worth a watch. We, we put it on while we're puzzling. It's our puzzle show. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I feel like I watched a movie recently, but I can't remember what. Brittany wins a marathon. Highly recommend it. Um, Wait, does she win it or does she run it, Sean? She runs it. Okay. But <laughs> Jillian Bell is a delight, and I think she should be in way more shit, even though she is in a ton of shit. She's um, like she slowly. should be featured in way yeah. more shit. I think if more people see this, she might get into more shit. Yeah, she's slowly getting into more things, and it every time she shows up and stuff, I'm I'm just like she's one of those people where I'm like, oh yeah. I think I like screamed in the theaters in the master when I saw her. I'm pretty sure she in the master. She's in the master, and that was like a year into Workaholics too. So like, not a lot of people knew who she was, and I was like, ah. Australian. <laughs> Holy shit. That, like, well, P.T. Anderson, though, like, he does love, he loves comedians and he loves comedy. He's, he's him and, married to Maya Rudolph. I'm sorry, he's married to who? Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph. <laughs> Maya Rudolph. There's a, an improv warm-up that we would do before shows where you pick categories and, you, like, someone would say one thing. So I could say, like, Frankenstein. And then someone else in the group could say, like, Dracula, and you just go around saying different monsters. Uh, you can do it with colors. You can do it with anything. It's just called categories. And it's, like, the first two people kind of establish the category. Uh, my favorite one would always just be, I'd go, like, Horatio Sands! <laughs> and then everyone would just yell SNL cast members at each other. <laughs> it's, oh, boy, it never fails to make my day. Oh, boy. <laughs> On a gas tire! <laughs> Nassim Perdran. Perdran. The, be- the best is like, yeah, you got to dig deep for like the one season people. Mm-hmm. Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. It's fucking crazy. Uh, RDJ. Oh, boy. Um, also, a friend of mine is doing a Criterion channel like watch along club and we just watched um which has been great so like every two weeks we watch a criterion channel movie which i like otherwise probably wouldn't like dive into um we watch some good stuff we've watched night of the hunter which is like a classic never seen it uh we saw terry malick's badlands um Uh. i forgot to bring this up and i gotta give you a dern talking to right now because sean we watched certain women and dern is in it and it is a that is a that movie is really good. Uh, and we just watched um, 
Daughters of the Dust, which is a film by Julie Dash, which was the first theatrically released movie directed by an African-American woman. Where, wow. And this is like 91 or 92, I think. It is Jesus. very good. Yeah. The, the fact <laughs> that it was like 91 Yikes. or 92 is like... Oh my god! And it, the wow. story it's telling is like from like ninety years earlier. Like it's and it fe- like it's it's really really good. Yeah, um, they st- and they still couldn't do uh, an original IP, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Well, they're doing the the first the you know the the real original IP, Sean. <laughs> History. <laughs> oh Jesus! But yeah, no, that that's really really good. I recommend all of those. Um, because I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't think I've watched anything else like super crazy or fun recently. Because it's mostly been TV. Oh, we finished season four of Search Party. And like, I I can't recommend that show enough. There, there is an, There's an episode in season four that is so fucking crazy. Like, it, it, the, the third to last episode is all about this one side character. And basically about how they ruin everyone's lives that they come across. Uh <laughs> There's two monologues from season four that, like, if I ever do, like, sketch acting or whatever, I would, like, take these monologues. Because <laughs> they are some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. There's, there's one where it's, like, this, this woman's, like, shitty husband just explains, like, their family's on really hard times. And everyone's explaining what they're doing. And he's, like, he's like yeah, she's working. Uh, she found a job doing whatever for a little bit of pay. Uh, the dad can't work. The mom is doing online scams, and me, well, I'm microdosing. So <laughs> what I'm doing is I'm forging connections in my mind. I'm going to invent something and see. He keeps, t- and it is like the the camera does like a heat, like a heat, like slow, slow dolly into his face too as he's explaining how microdosing is going to save their family. It is. Oh fuck! It is the funniest thing. I it, search search party is like as Kelly and I. That's like our show. Like that is uh, season five uh, just got announced, um, but it is so good. And a uh, friend of the show, I'm gonna say uh, Audra, um, uh, back from uh, from from college, uh, works on it. That's right. Which is cool. And I need to text her again because. She did stuff with props, uh, so we would just watch the show, and I'd be like, "Wait, did Audra make all this?" <laughs> I don't think she was like manufacturing things, but I was just like, "Wait, did Audra? Did Audra make that prop?" <laughs> like, <laughs> it's cool to think about, isn't it? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, man. Oh man, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you uh, do you see WandaVision? <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Did you watch that WandaVision? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. Yeah. Can I just dive into a spoiler real quick? Yeah, spoilers for WandaVision. Go. I love that they're setting it up again, the classic Marvel thing where not only they've revealed the villain, and that's right, it's the villain with the same superpowers, but it's a different color. We're back, baby. We're doing this. We're doing it. It's a Killmonger. Formulas. It, mm-hmm. It's a yellow jacket. It's a... Uh, that guy, Mads Mikkelsen. Ironmonger, <laughs> fucking, I mean, well, his, I guess his power colors are the same, but his suit color is different, I guess. Yeah. Fuck it. Oh, boy. Man, we watched Iron Man 1 the other day, and I, I was really in it for Jeff Bridges' third act dialogue. <laughs> so is, good. 
It's yeah. just great because they you, they they keep talking about how it was all on the fly. They came came up with like everything on set. It was like super improv and I'm yeah. like okay, that's awesome that Jeff Bridges was like stand still, you little prick on set. Like <laughs> I must admit, I'm deeply enjoying the suit, Tony. You never had a taste for this sort of thing. What sort of thing, Jeff Bridges? A giant suit of power armor? I'm just like uh, trying to think of like what scene Favreau was going for in that. Like I'm trying to put my head in Favreau's head. Like, yeah, like, just 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 do uh, fucking. I, I don't know. I don't know. Ming. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? I don't know. Ming. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking yeah. <laughs> something stupid and hokey. Tell him you've, uh, you know, tell him that his suit, you know, what I need you to do is that, you know, tell him that his suit is impressive. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> let him know that you've made some upgrades of your own. All right. Should I say that word for word? Eh, make it sure. your own. Sure. Make it your own. <laughs> impressive. Uh, that movie's like fight at the end is just about two little men uh, who want to be big men and then they put on a suit and they become big men and then they can punch. I like how small it is still. It's like a freeway. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I like that. That end fight's like good and it does the. Uh, <clears throat> Iron Man in the movies is most interesting when he's like like back against the wall and he's like doesn't have like you see him at full strength at one scene in that movie and it's great. But then that's the only time you see it. And then it's like Avengers 1, he's at full power. And then Iron Man 2, he's at full power. And it's like, oh, this isn't that interesting. And then Iron Man 3 is like, okay, let's strip some of it away. And it's like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and then like the most interesting part in Infinity War is when he's fighting Thanos. And he's like literally running out of suit to use. It's yeah. it's great. Like that is such a cool visual too. Like, yeah, I, I love that. Where it's like, okay, I can have a, a helmet on, or I can stab him. I'm gonna stab him. Yeah. yeah. Ugh, losing my armor. Um, but anyway, yeah, Catherine Hahn, so good. She's getting all the love that she's deserved for so long in her career. She's fucking Anchorman, fucking Step Brothers, fucking like way back, dude. Oh, she's the mom in the opening of Anchorman. Who is she in Anchorman? Is she like the she, mom where the baby says around Burgundy? She works. She works with. Uh, she works for the station. Right. Right. She right, right, tells. Right. She tells. Um, <clears throat> uh, fuck. She's like a makeup or something, and yeah, she tells her. She gives her the idea to put go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> Fucking love that. Yeah. Wait, so it was Agatha all along who did that? That's <laughs> yes, what I'm saying. Anchorman is MCU. Rogan is in the MCU. Will Ferrell, MCU. Steve Carell, MCU. Fucking Paul Rudd, already oh. in the MCU. That's a little bit of an issue. Yeah, that's fine. We'll uh, work around it. Somehow, Champ Kekner. Kind. Keckner, yeah. I couldn't remember. Uh, he's probably in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point. But I, I don't know. Yeah, does he, he's, he's got to have like a fucking scene in Thor as like a salesman. He'd be great. Keckner would be great as like, you know, Keckner would be great as like a weird, like, you know, like a one scene goon. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, fucking Keckner. Yeah. I'm surprised. I, I would like to, I should look up if he was in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not going to look it up because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had some good people like Patrick Warburton's in there. A couple other people where it's like, it's like, oh yeah, you should be. You should, it's like when the, um, the Netflix shows put uh, Sigourney Weaver in there, and it's like, yeah, 
why hasn't she been in these? She's going to be the villain in The Defenders? Cool. And it's like, never mind. <laughs> never mind. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. Um, good ep, though, overall. We got some answers to stuff. We saw some good stuff. Fucking, uh, um, <clears throat> not my yeah. favorite ep. It was a little bit of a lull, but I'm kind of expecting that. They're going to probably blow it out in eight and nine. Yeah. This one also, Sean, you promised me it was going to be an hour long. And then I saw things online about how they were all going to be an hour long, and it, it, it squarely was not. Not an hour long. <laughs> not at all. No, it was a lie. We've been bamboozled. We've been bamboozled by Catherine. Did Catherine Hahn tell you? <laughs> Maybe it was, Agamemnon. Yeah. <sighs> She's a liar. Um, the, yeah, this episode, uh, the it felt like a lull, but it also felt like it wasn't a good use. Like it felt like the sitcom kind of recreation that they did was like the the weakest one. I agree, and I feel like that's like uh, like it felt like the like it was like the flimsiest premise. It kind of like the theme song. It, it took a second to realize what the theme song was going for, but uh, it also felt like. The fact that the premise of this, like, it, it didn't, like, go super hard in that, but that also, like, made sense in this, like, it's falling, like, a, a, as if, like, everything is falling apart, where it's just like, yes. okay. Um, which works for me. Yeah, I, I kind of agree. And also, I, I I think people are just kind of tired of the format, too, maybe. Like, it's also still really fresh. Yeah. You know? I don't I don't know maybe if that plays into it um, a little bit, but... I fucking Paul Bettany is so funny. He he definitely needs to do more comedy. Like yeah, because he's he's a good he's so um, good in this episode. He's a perfect like straight man for but like but still being like a doofus. Like he is yeah. like a a good. He can be really stupid if you like funny. He's Chaucer in uh, Knight's Tale. He's fucking hilarious in that. Yeah 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 yeah. Uh, isn't I always forget is Chaucer like albino in that? Like why do I feel like Paul Bettany's played multiple albinos? I was talking to Kelly about this. <laughs> he's, and I was like, he's just super fair. He's just a very very fair dude. He's an yeah. albino in um the fucking Da Vinci da Code. Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah, the most famous that's, albino. That's that's what kind of like broke him, right? Like I get or he was in a beautiful mind, I guess before yeah maybe that was the thing that um because uh, after we watched iron man i was like oh well here's the paul bettany thing where he didn't even watch any of these then this kind of saved his career kelly was like well why wasn't he working i was like i'm like well he was that crazy albino in the vinci code he kind of got typecast uh, he's the villain in firewall underrated harrison ford action thriller oh, yeah i've only seen like chunks of that on tv it's, it's pretty good i, I don't yeah. know how it holds up it probably doesn't hold up at all but yeah um could be wrong. correct me if i'm wrong that's the one where harrison ford just wants his family back right yes that started the whole that did it did it started the whole harrison ford where's my family i just want my family back <laughs> quick quick mini harrison ford tangent uh when we watched iron man one i threw on the dvd that i have of it because i was like hell yeah i gotta watch it on dvd um uh and the trailers that are on it i always remember the one i for, i always remember that the star trek 2009 teaser is on there where they're building the enterprise which is great they use like none of the footage that's in it yeah yeah uh then the other trailer comes up and it's dun dun dun, dun and it was for, it was for <laughs> crystal skull and i was like oh yeah weirdly predictive too they both ended up being the same company oh yeah well, it was all paramount they were all paramount now they're disney yeah paramount's 
Paramount's got Paramount's got weird franchise stuff. They only point. have like Tom Cruise and whatever he does pretty much right now. It's like Mission Impossible, and I don't even know if they have Transformers anymore. I forget. They, I think they do. They might have all the has. I think they have like Hasbro now, where it's like, uh, okay, but what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, a Snake Eyes GI Joe movie is coming out, where it's like, okay, yeah, well, it could be cool. Been, but... I feel like they've been doing talking about that for a while, though, haven't they? No, but they like filmed it. Oh, they did. Yeah, where it's like, okay, all right, we're gonna do a GI Joe spinoff after two okay. movies weren't great. That movies yeah. that didn't really get any kind of put any kind of dent in anything and now it's even if it did it's way yeah. too late like yeah, yeah. <laughs> although i do the the first one with uh is kind of a guilty pleasure because that movie is just like a lot that movie's yeah. a lot it's really bad but it's, there's it some was dumb like shit that there. era it was like what oh nine yeah it was like right around them yeah joseph gordon lovett is uh really hamming it up as cobra commander in that movie oh, that's probably worth it oh yeah and then That's at the end, for that alone. yeah, at the end of the movie, uh, he's just like, who's going to stop you, Channing Tatum? It's just you. Uh, and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to stop you. And he's like, yeah, you and what army? And Channing Tatum goes, my army. And then a bunch of submarines show up and they arrest Joseph Gordon-Levitt and put him in like a cryo tube or something. <laughs> like It's a movie where it's like, yeah, just stick him in a cryo tube. It's like <laughs> things that people say. Which I always love. That's all. That's all I want. Like it's a casual thing in their universe. Yeah. Oh fuck. That's why I love. That's why I love Dread when he's just like, yeah, I'm gonna put you in a cube. (laughs) It's like okay. I don't know what an ISO cube is, but I don't. I don't want to find out. It's like it's it's the Star Wars. It's like it's it's that kind of like just throwing casual ridiculous shit out there. Yeah, talking talking nonsense like it means something. That's all I. That's yeah. all I ever want from things that are big and expensive and stupid. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's really. It's not. That's why I'm. That's why I'm really excited for Justice League, <clears throat> where it's just gonna oh be like. Oh my god, dude! Fucking Leto. Can we talk about Leto? Yeah, we'll eventually talk about Wandavision, but we just got really fired up again. I got. I'm gonna pull up the picture. Sean sent me a picture. <sighs> it's just like I. It's it. It has to be. Just, they have to be fucking with us. Like right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, probably. <laughs> if Zack Snyder and Jared Leto put all of their frustration into the backlash and hate that they got for all the work that they did uh, into this bringing these scene. things back, like, why not? I think the Joker's going to be in a couple scenes. He has multiple looks, it says. Or the nightmare is just going to be, like, really long. I mean, I could see the nightmare being, like, a 20, 30-minute sequence, if not, like, an hour of it. Where it's like a tangent, where it tangents for like an hour of nightmare, where they have to figure it out, and then they go. I think there's gonna be time travel, right? Like, I would love to see if if they do the nightmare, they and they don't explain the flash coming through. Uh, the, you have to save. Ah, oh, no, I'm. It's too early, or whatever he yells. They're still doing a flash movie, and including Supergirl now. That's brand new fucking news, right? Yeah, which is so, cool. I'm like, are they, are they going back to the? I don't know. Like, what are they doing? Yeah, are they know. launching a new ver- universe with <laughs> off of Zack Snyder's Justice League? I don't know. They, they might just do like the Aquaman thing of just kind of be like, yeah, that thing with Steppenwolf. Uh, like, you just kind of like, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll we'll flip my hair. We're good. All right. <laughs> it's where he All flips right. his hair, and th- I think this is right around when he does the duster. 
You know the move. I, I think I texted you immediately after I saw that. I'm like, there's a thing, there's a moment you're going to know exactly what it is. And <laughs> flips the duster. It's And it's all like sopping wet too. It's so fucking funny. Man, Aquaman is so fucking great. It's like Max great. Wet Dream, dude. It's, it literally is Max Wet Dream. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Should we do an Aquaman uh, quarantary before Snyder Cut? I'd be down for a rewatch. I'd to put that 4K disc back in. I'm down for yeah. an excuse to do that. It's just mm-hmm. so long. Yeah, that movie is. It's that's the problem with. I think the last I since I got it because I have the 4K of it. I think the two times where I've like watched it, I had to do it in multiple sittings because I'm just yeah. like, or I'm like, I need to be like drawing or doing something. Like I think I was like, I just I can't. Yeah, 100% focus on this. Like It's super fucking pretty, though. It looks really good. Yeah, and we only have, like, another six months where it's still going to look good. You know what I mean? Like, before you go back and you're like, oh, oh, ooh. I don't even know if it's that long. Um, some of the shit does not look good. But, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, fucking, it's the mundane shit like the hair. Um, yeah, it's going to look good. It's like, but that's fine. It's like, I'd rather you focus on the colors of the cities and shit you know like yeah why not um yeah. <clears throat> crab people but yeah fucking um I'm i might just do picture. i might just do man of steel bvs again i don't know i don't even know if i'm gonna do bvs again i'm gonna but they're gonna be on while i'm doing other stuff like, yeah yeah maybe man of steel i'll probably watch parts of because I, I you know here at sean and andrew by the way welcome to sean and andrew talk about movies and sometimes other stuff i realized that we stopped introducing the show um, we don't really do anything. We just kind of talk. And then we tell people to like, rate, and subscribe at least once. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to do Man of Steel because uh, we, we like that movie here. Um, but BVS uh, was going to be a... I think more people are liking Man of Steel, too. I think it's getting more traction with age. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I, I, I agree. I think it's... It's it's there it's just a weird it's still a weird movie like there's weird stuff in there it's just it's a like, lot yeah it's just a yeah. lot it's like the ending is kind of shocking still and <laughs> yeah um it's super yeah. goofy the krypton stuff is great the first yeah. 20 minutes is just super goofy shit yeah that's that's the type of like crazy shit i'm talking about where russell crowe i forget what his dragon's named but he just like shouts out its name and then a big dragonfly <laughs> creature comes out of nowhere and i'm like oh okay <laughs> he like flies around on it so just uh, like fucking drums just like <laughs> and it's just like noise and it's just like okay all right cool yeah yeah oh boy yeah i'll probably watch bvs again and just text you being like yeah yuck but uh, <laughs> be a good quarantine maybe it would if we got three hours and 18 minutes or whatever um, sorry for that noise. We got a hit by a snow squall today, and it is we got like four or so inches in like an hour or two. Yikes! Yeah, it's okay. I already shoveled it. It was like all wet and heavy, and it was just like it just all moved. Like you, like it was not. It took me like ten minutes to like clear it out. It's like okay, all right. Um, the uh, uh, I was about to say, but this i don't even know who who released this picture it's jared leto as the joker in his like hospital scrub look uh he also has a mask on unclear if it's for the movie or covid i think Uh, it's maybe a little bit of both yeah he's also wearing a crown of thorns and it's unclear if he brought that himself or if that is a prop for the movie or if it's just for this picture 
I feel like it's just for the picture, and he brought it. <laughs> um, I don't. It's the worst. And John Zach's... Trilly. That's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And then Zack Snyder. Well, no, it's even. It gets worse. Ready? Right? Zack Snyder was like, "I love it. Let's he take would. a picture of it. Get everyone all riled up, and put it in the fucking movie." So. <laughs> Zack Snyder because is writing. anything anything for a heavy-handed Christ allegory. Like, let's just say that. Um, yeah. And it's like he just remotely looks somewhat like Jesus, I guess. Uh, he has long hair. Um, he's unsettling. There's just something. I, w- I was watching an interview with him uh, recently for this new Denzel movie he has, and he just has that like empty kind of stare. Oh yeah, like nothing behind the eyes. Like I think it might just be Botox. Like he's got Botox face, but he—he's just his eyes are just like so wide and like big all the time, and he's just kind of like yeah, I really yes. like I really enjoyed playing that. He's I mean perfect casting for that fucking character in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. But oh yeah, he just, he just seems like he's a lot, and um, he maybe has a cult. He we don't know. Allegedly, <laughs> I don't want to like throw out ag- accusations, but it's yeah, a little weird. Yeah, yeah he does like these retreats with like a bunch of women, and like he just he has long hair and a beard and wears a lot of yuck. articles of clothing. You know, like it's just it's something so, off. You just look at that dude and you're like, something ain't right. Something like, yeah, something ain't right. Something ain't right there. It's like okay. It's like, oh, and you're going to become the like, living vampire. <laughs> if, sh- if shit comes out about him, I, I will not be surprised. You yeah. Know? Like, if it already hasn't. I know there's, like, rumors, I think. Well, there's all um, the shit he was doing on set of Suicide Squad where it's like, what the fuck? It's like, for what, dude? Like, that's that shit. Like, it's like that Stanley Kubrick thing. It's like, wh- why? Yeah. You're, you have t- enough talent. And you have enough talent in this movie to get the shot without torturing the person. Like, <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, you're just it. being like a weird little like, get the fuck away from me. Like, it. well, it's like it's like the fucking Joss Whedon shit, bringing it back to Justice League. It's like, why what? don't be an asshole? Like, why do you need to be a dick to get your art and be a manipulative piece of shit? And yeah, I don't know. We, I mean, Whedon. Well, that's the problem where a lot of, of like the master filmmakers from like back in the day were just horribly abusive to people. So it's like, yeah, no, absolutely. So then you get people who were like idolizing them where it's like, okay, I guess that's how you do it. And it's like, uh, no, no. Well, cause it's like that classic, like everyone just like swings a big dick about how horrible their last production was and how long their hours were. It's like that toxic environment of like I I work harder than you and I do more shit than you and the shoot was harder than that and it's like who cares yeah. like that's why the union exists <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't want I don't I love I don't like I think it's interesting that Apocalypse Now was a nightmare of a production but I don't think it's something to like aspire to <laughs> No, no, that's a, that, that's a cautionary tale of hubris. Yes, like, it, it, exactly. Yeah. Apocalypse Now, like if you watch that, you have to watch the the Heart of Darkness documentary. You do, just you really do. Like, it's like mandatory, I think. Just to kind of be like, oh, okay, now I understand why the movie is as good as it is. It's as effective and yeah. But also this documentary is better because this is the real story that like went on here. Like is yes. crazier. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell people that watch that movie, like, you need to watch the documentary. 
Yeah, yeah. We, we've watched through Community a few times, and I keep bringing it up where I'm like, we should watch Hearts of Darkness, because that, sh- that shit's crazy. Because the Community does a Hearts of Darkness episode with the Dean yeah. uh, making the new commercial for Greendale, uh, and then they secure Greendale's uh, number one alumni, Louis, Gu- Louis, Louis <laughs> Guzman. <laughs> There's a Louis Guzman statue at Greendale. Do you ever watch it? Are you a community person? No, you should. I, I should watch it. Every Everyone I talk to says I should, so it's, you, it's on my list. Yeah, I, that's another one where it's like kind of get through the first season because the first season is like... Every comedy has a weird first season, I feel like. Yeah, it takes it takes like a season. Yeah, like we've been watching through New Girl as well, and it's like season one is like... Season two and three is just like, oh, okay, so Zoe's channel doesn't factor into this anymore. <laughs> Sunny is like that. Like it's a yeah. weird first season, still funny, but weird and different tonally and darker and like the office, weird, dark first season. Yeah. More crass and crude. Yeah. Before kind of finding their, their footing. Parks and Rec yeah. is the best example, I feel like. Parks and Rec like too. That first season. First season and a half is like rough and then it's Mark like, is in the show, you're like, who is this like this guy is like so boring. Yeah, Mark Brandana quits. <laughs> He's my so, favorite. He's like the straightest man. Like he is the picture of straight man is him. Yeah. And it's like, that's not anything the show is like trying to uphold or like explore. And they, they, they're like, okay, that. we can't even do anything with this. Yeah. The the best joke with him is, I think uh, she calls him Mark Brandana quits at one point. I forget why. And that's everyone like, calls him that. I think, right? Like it's just, yeah. that's the thing they call him his full name. <laughs> Mark, well, no, no, it's Brandanowitz, and then yeah. he quits something, and he's Mark Brandanowitz. Uh, it's, it's the only good joke with that character, but it sucks. But, yeah. Um, you know, Parks and Rec has a good sitcom format, uh, good use of interviews, but uh, the interviews this time in WandaVision, it just, they just, you know, they just didn't just felt weird, yeah. It... They weren't really funny, and they felt weird and it was like you're using comedic actors to like people who should be able to do this like Kat Dennings had a sitcom for a couple years mm-hmm. uh, but even the one like Vision was like the Vision ones were like weird and he does like a gym look but even that was like it, it, this one felt more like they have to do certain things than than not which I, I feel like works on the overall story of the show but not necessarily for like the the style representation yeah, it, in this. it felt more surface level and like the cutaways didn't exactly they 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 didn't use the cutaways i think in the way that they're used in these shows typically yeah um and i think maybe it's i mean i think the later reveal kind of informs why i think the cutaways are a little awkward because they also have the point where like the director quote unquote says something and she's like you're not supposed to like Oh right! I forgot about and, that. And, then, that's, and that's kind of like okay, that's and then every scene with um, Agatha is like super weird, and like there's definitely like a tension, and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, uh, which it was great. It was really effective. That was probably like my favorite aspect of this episode, just the tension that she kind of brings into every scene. Yeah, because she, excuse me, she wants the kids, and we don't know why. Like she wants, uh, I can't remember their Billy and something, Speed and Wiccan. She wants, she wants the two of them, and it's unclear like why she wants these kids. Was this the whole reason why she made the bubble to get these kids for, to what end? Mm-hmm. Um, and now she has them, and we don't know why. <laughs> it's creepy. But. Yeah, and then um, 
Yeah, so like uh, Monica is getting into the trying to get. All right, so okay, all right, sword stuff. I talked to you about this. Mm-hmm. This the first scene with Hayward and other sword person. I don't think she has a name. They were not together. Okay. Did you did you rewatch that? I didn't get a chance to, and I think you sent me something, and it was like glitching weird. So I was like, "What's oh, I'm gonna." Pull well, that's again. that's why. Yeah, that's the point I'm making. Is like it glitches weird. That's that's the actual footage. No, I mean like the yeah. video clip. Yeah, she. They do like a morph. They do like a face morph on her to like like when Anakin. You know how they do it with Anakin in the. <laughs> the uh opera yeah maybe her eye like the eye lines were off or whatever because like i mean marvel's at that point like spider-man far from home was like all cgi you know what i mean like mm. maybe they're just at a point where they're just like yeah fuck it we don't have to we can just kind of cg a, a human face at this point like I, I don't know well that's what i mean it's like i think i, th- I feel like Wu's hair looked a little different i think this might have been like a late they might have stopped production and had to like restart with this episode this episode yeah. felt like and that might be why a, a little of the cutaway stuff might have been awkward like maybe like things were a little weird making this episode like it just it felt like a little different than the rest of the season has felt it just felt emptier like it, there, there wasn't a lot to it where it felt like they had like the big reveal and then they didn't have a, they had other stuff to do they had a lot of rev- it was mostly like they had a couple reveals but there wasn't a lot else in between but even the episodes like about that like vision keeps getting stopped by things that he can like mm-hmm. he's like i can just fly away and i was like yeah, yeah. Like what are we doing? What are we doing? Like, um, exactly. It was like they they were like they wrote themselves into that hole, and then they were like, "Oh, what are we doing?" And that's how they got themselves out of it, you know? Yeah, it was weird. This was the most filler like episode, which is well, this is similar to like what I was saying last last time, where each episode's kind of answered the same question, which is mm-hmm. Wanda's doing it, Wanda's doing it, Wanda's doing it, and it was, and I posed, I was like, "Oh, that's either true or." It's going to end up being Agatha, but now we know it is Agatha. So that was a whole red herring last week. But um, yeah, I don't know. This this one was off, but uh, the comedy was off. There was some stuff that was good. The performances are all good. Um, I mean, Catherine Hahn. God. When it cut to her song at the end was was great. Like, <laughs> like she's a, I think you alluded to that. You're like, does she have her own thing going on? Like her own sitcom, right? I think you mentioned that. I in this my theory was more um uh if she wasn't a witch uh she was like an actor in the community and was just kind of like she was like oh i'm i'm just like game for this like mm-hmm. like okay yeah, yeah. okay because I, I, um, I guess i heard it somewhere else where it was like maybe she has her own show or something like because she the way she interacts with people like obviously yeah. alluding to the fact that she is a you know it was her all along and she's a witch but like yeah, how like she interacts with the audience, fucking loves her, and like, you know, she knows she always shows up when she needs to be there, and you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. So and and she killed Sparky too, because <laughs> she wants those kids. We don't know why. Uh, I I think the next episode is going to be um, a Catherine Hodd centric episode where she kind of explains her whole deal because it's I think it's the penultimate episode, so I think it's going to mm-hmm. be the one where they just kind of. We're going to explain everything. Then we're going to get to some laser beams and punching. Yeah, probably a little bit of a monologue. Yeah. 
she yeah. probably will monologue in that little uh that little weird dungeon thing that she's got in her basement oh i loved that that, that was... house is so great it's so that... creepy and like mm-hmm. american horror story and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then it's all like vines and like weird stuff underneath my i'm curious if Catherine hans like power as agatha is going to be because it's like i think like other i think there's like doctor strange characters and stuff where certain of the magic people are better at one thing it feels like Catherine han like wanda did create the bubble and is doing most of it but i feel like Catherine han is like able to influence her mind a lot more and maybe mm. like use that as like a little bit of a bounce. I assume she's gonna maybe have like more skill, but not as much like straight up power, which is gonna be that'll be interesting to like see because it's usually the other way around. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because like Black Panther, I think he's stronger, and he already beat him once. So he's it's always like the heroes are like scrappier and smarter um, than like the villains when they do like the mirror. So I don't know. It could be, oh, it could be cool. Yeah, I, I got like, I, I kind of Googled um, Agatha in the comics and I didn't read too much because I didn't know if it would like spoil it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get kind of like writing goodness vibes from her. Ooh. Um, at least Ooh. from like, I know. just the, like, her appearance. And oh, you're going to know a lot about her in a couple more weeks, my dude. Uh, or she's just going to be in the background of a scene or two. Um, yeah. What is Granny Goodness's deal? Because I read Final Crisis and Granny Goodness becomes like. Final Crisis was like I didn't understand anything that happened in it. Um, but I don't know if you've ever read that. It was like a free on not. something. I, I'm kind of lost on the new gods too. Um, the, yeah, it was crazy, and it was like Dark Side was more just like a like a ethereal thing, and they were like going through multiverse shit. I was like, literally, what is happening? <laughs> Like, I never understood. Like, Mary Marvel becomes infected by, like, Granny Goodness. And, like, I was like, okay, who? (laughs) Like, (laughs) they didn't establish anything. It was just like, oh, no, Granny Goodness is in Mary Marvel. I'm like, who's in what? (laughs) That's kind of what they do in Smallville, too. Um, But, yeah, it's – I guess she's, like, related to Darkseid, I think. Um, They're all, like, a family. It's very similar to fucking Thanos and – all the mm. other children of Thanos, I think. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure Jack Kirby created both of them, didn't he? I think so. I think the new gods were more. Uh, well, I think Jim Lee maybe uh, did a lot more of the Thanos, like Infinity Gauntlet stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, I think the new gods are much. I think the new gods are maybe the most like Jack Kirby thing. I think he had a lot of influence over that, like in the beginning, where that was like yeah. his like kind of his baby. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know a ton about her, but I don't know. Um, oh, did you see the post credit scene as well? Yes. Which was goofy, but uh, do you think Evan Peters is going to be Ralph? <laughs> they keep, she keeps talking about Ralph. I wonder if Ra- Ralph definitely is somebody. Yeah, I, I feel like he's going to be Ralph, and I feel like he's just kind of going to be like, eh, hey, you know, I'm just kind of a sleazy assistant. Like, he's going to, like, be like someone that she just kind of like experiments on and, and stuff like i don't know what do you think they would do that with evan peters i don't like i feel like that's because they also reference the nexus with the commercial right which, which is also mul- is yeah. a huge pot like potential like potential i don't know if it's actually going to be a thing but isn't like the nexus like all possibilities or like all realities or something 
it has like multiverse ties where it's like, oh, okay. Because <laughs> like I think magic works in the Marvel movies where they like, they like borrow energy from the universe or like other universes or something crazy. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like it's gonna be I don't know, it's all it's all gonna be crazy. I don't know. I don't know. The um yeah man. yeah because the the the. the like I, I don't like it could end where it's like they it could just be that Evan Peters is like some version of Quicksilver or some version of her brother from the multiverse. Like it, oh, I don't know, she's magic. They can do whatever. Yeah, exactly. There's so many possibilities. Yeah, especially if they're dropping the Nexus. Also, how does Wanda know about the Nexus if she's controlling it? Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> because they set up that the commercial, like Lagos, like that's set up for her, like as her thinking about yeah. it. At it's least. Like, yeah, it's it, like her like subconscious like comes through and all that stuff. But it could be someone fucking with her and being like, because it's Agatha mm. being like, <laughs> remember Lagos? <laughs> yeah, I, I read those more as like her um, subconscious just kind of those are the hints to like uh how this all like started but Mm -hmm. i I feel like the next episode is going to be like all kind of explaining like how we got here and everything um yeah and then like maybe nine kind of brings in more shit and sets up the future shit yeah probably yeah where they wrap it up but it's gonna have repercussions like elsewhere because there's a lot of things to like wrap up because monica has powers now which is cool yeah that whole that side plot that that sequence was cool where she was going through the the it was so awesome. The also was that her contact because we never. <laughs> it seemed like it was like a whole thing they build up for two episodes where it's like oh my aerospace contact, and then she said it was a he, and then that lady gave her that tank, and I was like okay, yeah. It's like I don't know if this is the same group, but okay, okay. I don't think so. Yeah, I have no idea. That'll but probably yeah, be. That was a cool sequence. Yeah, the 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 POV, the her like POV vision stuff was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. She got crazy eyes. She did some. She did a superhero landing at one point. So it's like, she like has so awkward. I'm sorry. Oh, it is every time. It it looked no. It was even more awkward because it was like she got like pushed out and like stumbled and fell into the superhero landing. I was like, that's fucking stupid. Like, just have her fall. <laughs> she doesn't know her powers yet, though. She did like she's like, oh, geez, I'm seeing stuff weird. When I landed, there was a crazy photon shockwave. So, um, <laughs> hmm. like it's like she's like not gotten it. Like it doesn't seem like she's gotten it yet. Where it's like, um, yeah, you, you can do cool shit now, but yeah, I'm curious to see where it's gonna where it's where it's gonna go with all that because like Vision's probably gonna die again. If he's even alive, technically, like, he doesn't have the Mind Stone. That shit's gone, like, right? Yeah, it got exploded, and then it got traveled through time. They took it, they took it, and then they put it back. So, yeah, no, it it would be exploded unless they, like, took it out of time again. Loki. Mm. Or the Loki show. And if they do something like that, I'll just be like, come on. (laughs) No, they need to wrap up the, the they got to stop with the Infinity Stones. I don't think that'll, they can't do that. Yeah, well, that, that I'm worried that they're going to bring him back because it feels like Wanda is, like, the reality stone at this point, which is, like, interesting. Or they're just tying those things together, like, visually, where it's all very red and, like... Yeah, I think that's more... Yeah. 
because it's always kind of been that way with her her powers i feel with like how that red goo from thor uh-huh yeah yeah Ooh, it's not a it's kind of a liquid Ooh, gooey <laughs> it's not a stone yeah it's still it is still my favorite fucking scene in endgame where he just drunkenly explains thor 2 um so good uh yeah i don't know i really yeah they better i because i would love if this show kind of does like a let the past die like take yeah. on things where it's like i don't want to bring i don't want to keep doing the same stuff like this was because the show was such a so like such a re- revelation despite the fact that it's like falling into she's gonna fight her doppelganger and like stuff like that where it's like okay we we've seen all of these things but it's how you Set play with different yeah yeah and there's a lot more to like kind of like explore because like wanda was like maybe i like being evil and it was like Ugh. we don't know if she's under control there like it's like we don't know. yeah unclear fucking great app good app good not app. not my not favorite app. app good app. but yeah i would say it's probably more on par with like one and two you know yeah it, it had huge revelations but uh they felt kind of secondary in the sense that it was just like we didn't get to like live in it like we didn't get to like explore much like past that where it's like okay exactly yeah yeah it was more about like the tension and build up to that that's that's this whole episode was just kind of tension i guess to to that kind of climax yeah which is fine um because otherwise it's been like really well paced so far where it's like okay we can we can take a little break because i mean that was the whole point of the episode too was like she was like hungover basically she was like oh geez that's a good point yeah i, oh, I expanded this whole bubble i don't want to do shit today that was like her whole thing she did and she really didn't do anything past that but yeah i don't know i'm uh less uh, I don't think the X-Men are going to show up and they fight the X-Men like I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still got potentially like two hours of content, so who knows. That's true. If that happens, I'm going to literally... I, I would do a spit take. I'd be like, fucking what? I could see some X-Men showing up. Not all of them. I could see Ready Player Maybe Cyclops. I could see Storm. Um, Young Storm. I could see I, Nightcrawler. I feel like you got to have Magneto because he's your father for different universe one if they just got fastbender like where's where's fast what's like fastbender been up to i listened to that's what i mean like he's probably game yeah because he's like i don't like i like this character you can kind of inject a new kind of life into it you know yeah no 100 percent. and like he could do cooler stuff i think it'd be cool if they brought fastbender in but like a different universe one give him one of the good suits because he said some good some bad suits in the movies Mm -hmm. uh and then just dye his hair all white. Do the yeah, classic Magneto. A little bit, yeah. Well, Magneto has like, I, I forget what it's called. It's that condition where your hair is all white. I think it's called Steve Martin disease. But he has Steve Martin <laughs> disease in the comics. So it's not just that Magneto's like old. I think like he, he has like, like silver white hair is like a thing, like a family oh, okay. trait, which is why um, Pietro has it too. Um, it's like something, something like that. But I don't know. Man, crazy. Really good at the banjo too, I guess. If you shoot an arrow at him, he will uh, break it in half and uh, put it on top of his head. And uh, <laughs> there was that one time where he went to Egypt and he met Apocalypse, <laughs> but he also met King Tut. Um, <laughs> oh boy. 
Yeah, I feel like you could do some of that, but that introduces too much. I, uh, the emotional core of the show is going to come from Monica like sharing her grief with like Wanda because they keep going back to that. Which I, every time it comes up, I'm like, oh yeah, that that is their connection. That is what this is all about. Like mm-hmm. being like letting yourself like grieve for like a loved one. Um, so I was like, I don't know. I think it'll probably get big for a minute and then it's gonna get real small. But I still want to see like one other Avenger or someone show up and like. Oh, I think someone for sure is going to show up. Like the situation gets out of hand and like fucking Rhodey shows up or somebody. Paul Bettany saying it's somebody who he wanted to work with for a while. And I'm like, okay, who is it going to be? Who has he But that also doesn't rule out an Avenger showing up either too. Like, I don't know, but it would be one that Paul Bettany hasn't worked with or someone who he's always wanted to work with where it's like, okay, so he has done scenes with RDJ who knows if they were ever in the same room, but, um, that's a good point. Like how have they actually ever met? Exactly. It's a thing where it's like, maybe it'll be like, what if it's like Hulk? Is, what if Ruffalo shows up? <laughs> well, I guess the dinner scene in Ultron, they might've all been together. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, he's worked with all the main ones. He's worked with all the, the original six ones. I think we're going to get a doctor strange. Cause I don't think they met. They'd be like, Ugh, hello. <laughs> like, it would be a, that'd be a really weird scene. It, I think he's met all of the core members, so I think it's going to be part of the the new generation. But didn't someone say he like has worked with him in the past, like on a different thing? Oh, I don't know. Like that's what they were like thinking. Like it might be someone older and more esteemed, like a McKellen or a Stewart or a. If fucking Ian McKellen shows up as Magneto, that'd be. <laughs> I, oh boy, it could be Spader. I, I don't know. I still feel like Spader is going to show up, but I don't know, man. Who knows? If it is Fastbender. Also, I just quick. I, I, I was asking just because I listened to an old How Did This Get Made. Uh, I've been look, listening through some of those, and for Christmas, they re released the Snowman episode that they did. Mm-hmm. And they talk a lot about how it's like Fastbender's choices, like he had like a year or two there where it was just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like. <laughs> He's like Assassin's True. Creed, the Snowman, most of the X Men movies after Days of Future Past. It's just like, what are you yeah. doing, Mike? Yeah, he had a he had a weird couple of years. Yeah, I'm pretty I don't sure think he's he... never really come back either. That's why I'm saying I guess it's probably like the perfect opportunity. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's a good dude though. <laughs> I feel like I've heard. Oh, I feel like yeah. I've heard he's a bad dude. So I, I don't know. Who, who, who can say? He seems intense at the very least. Yeah. Like he does, he does seem intense, but yeah, and he brought that intensity to Assassin's Creed and <laughs> clubbed all those assassins with his giant wiener. Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> is that what that movie's about? Yeah, um, something like that. Oh boy, um, yeah. Overall, I'm I was a little underwhelmed. Uh, by this episode like I think it was more like a symptom of like wanting more where I'm like okay I feel like we didn't get a lot out of this like the the mm. homa the homage was not as satisfying and we got some awkward origin stuff with Monica like she has superpowers but she hasn't done anything like she's she hasn't done anything with it yeah you know? I guess they're waiting to kind of have like a big moment yeah this was very like kind of putting i guess like the last pieces uh on the board. yeah like yeah moving yeah your, I don't know. moving for your kill i guess if you will 
Yeah. Now to justify the half hour of fighting and laser beams or whatever the fuck we're going to see. Hell yeah. This is really what I want. Oh, boy. I just want to look at some dumb colors. I mean, they, they said it was a $200 million season, right? I don't know where that money's going, so. Yeah. Well, they said there's like a crap ton of like visual effect shots. I don't know. I don't know. I'm excited for this. Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think, had another teaser, and I'm like, yeah, this looks great. Like, I... I like their 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 quote unquote grounded stuff, like the Captain America, <laughs> Black Widow stuff is like okay, it's yeah. heightened grounded, which is like fun. Yeah, but, it'll be like a fun like kind of I guess like Bourne type show or like a Jack Ryan type show, I guess. Yeah, but when you kick people, they go flying twenty feet, and that's that's all I want. That's really all I want. That's yes. Yeah. When it's Krasinski like, running around being Jack Ryan. Uh, doing whatever jack ryan does um being like there is a clear and present danger (laughs) it's the sum of all fears (laughs) along came a spider (laughs) that's a lot of jack Jack ryan fucking content uh along came a spider is some i think that's alex cross i don't know (laughs) it's another one of those (laughs) it's another one of those books you can Jack Ryan never go back. <laughs> I watched the first Jack Ryan movies like good. And I watched the second one or not Jack Ryan, Jack Reacher. Is yeah. there a Jack Reacher show? No. Who, okay. There's a, Jack, there's a Jack Reacher two movies with Tom Cruise. That first apparently, movie's real good. Apparently the first one's good. The second one's awful. Second one's bad. I watched it because I think they watched it for blank check at some point. And it is like a, it is just a bad movie. I was like, I don't know why they did this, but like also apparently jack reacher is like a six foot four blonde dude so i guess like fans of the book were not into it yeah in the in the books he's like even i think he's even bigger where it's like like a more appropriate like casting would have been like stone cold steve austin it's It's dolph lundgren or somebody yeah yeah. he's supposed to be like the biggest dude ever and it's just like okay all right tom cruise is like i am the biggest dude ever Ah, oh, look at that. <laughs> His handlers are just like, look at that. He, look how big he is now. He's a big man. He's just, just like just Robert like Downey Jr. His hair bigger. Yeah, just like Robert Downey Jr. He's a little man who wants to be a big man in a big suit. Uh, oh, uh, RDJ has Tom Cruise hair in Iron Man 1, and it was very distracting, where I was like, oh, shit, he's got he Tom Cruise does. hair. He does have longer hair in Iron Man 1, you're right. Yeah. That it's was like weird. peak Tom Cruise, 2008, man. Yeah. Uh, was it? No, that yeah, was... Yeah, it was like a little after. Oh, that four. was the lull. That was like night and day Tom Cruise time. Yeah, War of the Worlds was like 05, I guess. Yeah, War of the Worlds was the peak and the, the drop <laughs> at the same time. That's true. <laughs> oh, oh, 08 Tom Cruise was like... Well, yeah, what was he doing? He eventually did Tropic Mission Impossible Thunder. 4. Tropic Thunder was in there. I think... I, I feel like Night and Day was in there, that Cameron Diaz movie he did. Yeah, that was, that was in that couple of years. Yeah, that was like when he just wasn't picking good stuff. Like Oblivion, I think it was like Oblivion was when it was like, okay, he's just doing his Tom Cruise thing. Like that, I think Oblivion was when people were like, all right, all right, I guess Tommy's back. Yeah, and then he did uh, the um, Live, Die, Repeat, Edge of Tomorrow, whatever they settled Oh, yeah. On. When I got Tenant, it was like, they're like, here, if you download the movie, here's a code for like a free or like a cheaper 
ultra HD movie, so I got Live, Die, Repeat for like four bucks. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This is a good movie. Oh, yeah. I'll watch that eventually. Yeah. A, that feels like a very good plane movie. Not that I'm going to be on a plane I in a while. I watched that on a plane. Fun fact. Yeah, right? That's a good plane movie. Ironically, uh, a lot of plane crashing in it they're like because oh, they're yeah. fucking plane crashes like 20 times oh yeah because <laughs> it's like the beginning of his dream or whatever <laughs> yes i like started it i looked around i was like <laughs> and it's just the the audio clips of him from the mummy <laughs> and then uh doug lyman's like i should get fabro in here and uh fucking swingers yeah oh yeah he did yeah that's, that's why i'm always like that's such a weird fucking leap from swingers to that i guess like it's yeah. cool though because it's like he's going kind of the same route as favreau you know and also made a great movie doug lyman he's got a weird career i gotta look him up real quick just because i think his swingers was movie, a start right i'm pulling up his imdb Let's see. I'm just gonna go. That's I don't. He's attached to like a million things. I feel like I feel like there's always an announcement, and he's like going to do a movie. Yeah. So he did. So his first movie was something called Getting In. I don't know what that is. Then he did Swingers, Go, Born Identity. Um, He did Mr. and Mrs. Smith. He did Jumper. You know. Uh, Ed Hayden Christensen. (laughs) Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow. The Wall. I feel like I remember hearing about The Wall. I don't remember what that is. Oh, he did that movie where Tom Cruise was like a pilot. But he... Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So, oh, my God. Looking at his, uh, yeah, he has a lot of stuff pre-production and announced. So, oh, my God. Oh, Wait. He did, that's right. He did the Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley movie that took like seven years to make. Not seven years to make. It just hasn't come out. It is, it's, uh, friends of mine were talking about it because they like the book because it's like a, a young adult book. Um, they like this was supposed to come out like 2017, I think. Um, they did reshoots. That's what I mean. Like they did, right? They, t- they did reshoots like two years later or something like that. That's crazy. The thing that I think is crazy about it. Okay, so I don't see it now, but I thought I could be wrong. Oh, okay, it doesn't say he worked on it on the IMDb, but I thought Charlie Kaufman wrote the script. Charlie Kaufman wrote a young adult screenplay for this like i'm pretty positive that charlie kaufman worked on it where i'm like maybe that's why this was like a thing that they just like couldn't do jesus yeah principal photography took place in montreal from august 7th 2017 to november 2017 and then reshoots took place from april 2019 to may 2019 so they did two over two almost two years later reshoots that's fucking crazy Huh, huh yeah i don't know i'm oh my god Fetty Alvarez did a lot of the reshoots or worked with him on the reshoots. That's weird. That dude's career is really weird. Mm-hmm. Alvarez, like he did like the Evil Dead remake, and then he's he's done like weird stuff since, um, <clears throat> which is kind of interesting. But I could have sworn Charlie Kaufman did the script for this, and I'm anyway. Oh, is Doug Lyman doing the thing where Tom Cruise goes into space? Yes. Uh, which I didn't realize, but also from looking at this, uh, the Live Die Repeat sequel is called Live Die Repeat and Repeat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's all right. I'm just gonna go ahead and close that tab. He They're did probably the... just gonna change it again and fucking confuse people even more. <laughs> Call it all you need is kill this time, <laughs> which is what it was originally called. Whatever. Way more um, badass. 
Yeah. Edge of Tomorrow, which is like literally like, what? That's nothing. <laughs> it's that, like, could, that could be like a fucking indie movie. Like, yeah. It could be like That's... a fucking coming of age teen drama. Like, what? You can call a weird, like, modern adaptation of like The Great Gatsby, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. That's instead of the green light, he's always looking at the edge of tomorrow. <laughs> like, right? Like, or it the doesn't green mean light it is the edge of tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> like, right? Like, that sounds like that makes sense, but it doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah, it's like some loose adaptation, like Easy A, <laughs> which also we watched. Great movie. Oh, Easy A is really good. Yeah, that's Hilarious. a good movie. Speaking of Thomas A. Thomas- Church. Oh, man, taking him to church. Uh, Emma Stone is Cruella DeVille. That, did you see the trailer for that? <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot of criticism, I think, rightfully so. Um, the fucking CGI poof, hair poof of her, like, uh, fucking when she, like, lights the fire and her, like, you know, I guess it's like a hoodie goes away. Her hair just goes from, like, smaller to bigger, and it looks like it's just like a fucking, like, What's the what's the movie that does like a CGI afro, like Undercover Brother? Or I something? was gonna say uh, it's like something like out of that or like Scooby Doo, right? Is it Scooby Doo? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like Scooby Doo two probably probably when, when they he's like got an monsters. afro or something and like I don't know. It's it just looks really bad. Oh, I'm looking at that gif right now. It's it it it, it doesn't move. It looks like they just it like just appears. It like appears out of nowhere. Yeah, where there should be a thump. Yeah, like, like, a, like a, it's just it's just gone and then there. We we've all seen things where there's like a comedic hair, like you know what you know what we're thinking of, Sean. Gold member, gold yes, member. yes, <laughs> that's what it's we're practical of. though, right? They do it practically, I think. But they because they cut away. It's a thing yeah, where she's it's a cutaway. Her, her hair is all smushed, and then she goes, and then it goes. Yeah. Thump. It's way Here. more effective, though. Here, let's just let's get one clean take, and we'll send it to Emma Stone. Foomp. No, that was bad. <laughs> Foomp. No, I can't. I can't do it now. Now the pressure's on. Foomp. I watched That's the it. gif. I watched That's the it. gif while I did it, and I timed it to the gif. So if we just send that to Emma Stone, she'll know what to do. She'll go, "All oh, right." <laughs> She's like, "I'm gonna hand this to Damien Chazelle, and he's gonna jazz it up for us." Is he directing that movie? No, I don't know. Oh. I don't know who's doing Cruella. And now I'm curious because it just probably gives me Joker really vibes. It's like, do we really need this fucking movie? Yeah, yeah. It's it's a hundred percent Disney's doing a Joker, which is like, why? Why? Oh, also, is it Craig Gillespie. He's good. He's like a director who's like low key good. What has he done? Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. He did Lars and the Real Girl. I Tanya. Million Dollar Arm, the first, the finest hours. Um, he did the Fright Night reboot. <clears throat> he's a he's a low key like very good director. Okay, yeah. it's probably not going to be a bad movie. I just think it's a misdirected movie. It like shouldn't have been made. Like we don't oh. need to sympathize with Cruella Deville. She literally wants to kill puppies. <laughs> it's like how do you how do you possibly humanize her? <laughs> yeah, that's the that's really the problem here. Where it's I, just like uh, I also disagree with humanizing the Joker uh personally, but I guess yeah. we can do that. <laughs> no, yeah. Cruella Deville is like but they're doing it through like a girl boss lens, which is just like uh, 
what? this pitch was like Devil Wears Prada meets Joker, and I'm like, that's not. Good. Yeah, that's not. That's not anything. I think because when they first they showed they released a picture of Emma Stone in character like a while ago. It's like yeah, her with the dogs for sure. Delayed, I think. Yeah, the the um. Well, I was just gonna say like yeah, I found the picture, but it's it looks more like a like a Vogue like kind of like fashion shot where it's like that's the take. I think it's more, which is smart if you're gonna do that. Like that's a good lens to go through. But doing a weird like fashion movie with that is like interesting. But I think doing a Joker with Cruella Deville as a girl boss is like. Who is this for? <laughs> I mean, it also just could be marketed poorly. We don't really know for sure, obviously. I think they might be marketing it as that, and it might not be that. Uh, but yeah. It's not, I don't think it's a good thing to market it as that either. No, because I think, <laughs> I, I feel like I saw a lot of people's reactions were more just like, what? Like, who's yeah. this for? Like, no one was like, oh, yeah. Like, this is just like, what? <laughs> but it's going to be one of the Disney reboot remake things where it's just going to be like you know it's just kind of going to exist um like it's just kind of going to even if there is like a weird jokerness to it like it's just going to ultimately be like a white paste <laughs> you know it's just going to be like okay yeah it's kind of nothing this could have been something you could have done something interesting with <sighs> that's it. the thing with joker dude i don't definitely didn't rewatch it yeah probably well, not gonna the Maleficent, the first Maleficent movie, like has like a, a take to it where Angelina and Jolie, like they, <clears throat> the, the the first Maleficent is like a rape allegory, mm-hmm. which is like part of which is Angelina and Jolie said that like a lot of interviews and people are like, wait, what? And you watch the movie and it's like it's there, it's all coded, but that's where it's like if Disney's gonna do a Joker, it's still it's not gonna be something that can like go, f- it's not gonna be able to like dive into those issues in a way that's not like surface level um like it can't it, it's just also, not again some, what is this who is this for if you're doing <laughs> yeah i i have no idea i i don't, I, I don't know it's i don't know it's just like cruella de is not harley quinn um harley quinn wildly different characters yeah harley quinn is like um, harley quinn's like a hard one also to like adapt in like that same kind of way where it's like yeah you need more history and you need to make it where, where she's just branching out on her own it's like which is yeah. what Bright did and it's great yeah i should watch that again but yeah i don't know yeah corella looks fucking crazy i don't know why i think i brought this up i'm sorry I don't know. it's all right no I, it, it, it's another thing we can talk about it's definitely a new trailer that came out fucking it, what else is coming out? What are we doing? Godzilla v Kong. Dude, I, can't, I can't wait. I took a little bit of a pause, but I'm depending. I'm gonna look at what else I have to do today, and I might pop on a monster movie after this because it like snowed. It's like four. I don't have to do anything. Yeah, for man. A bit. Eh. I, don't, I gotta cook or nothing. Well, I gotta work out, but. Ooh. Um, but yeah, yeah. There's there's good stuff. Also, I wouldn't. Uh, because I can't remember if the Cruella trailer does the thing where they do the slow piano version of the song, like Cruella de Vil. I don't even remember the song. I just remember it's it probably. Yeah, I think that's. I think you're good with that. Uh, yeah. I I don't think it did, but Cause, I wouldn't be surprised if it did. Because you know it does. Mortal Mortal Kombat did it, where it was <laughs> like, it was like dun 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 
dun. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I thought that was the funniest shit. They I, did I, I honestly don't know that song well enough to catch it, but. Oh, here, let me, let me have Is it a dun, 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 but they did like a slow, somber version of that, which is probably the funniest. That is one of the funniest versions of that that I've ever fucking heard. But it's a little tongue in cheek. I kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking, like, you know how they're going to do that like gritty, fresh. They're doing like a dark, fresh Prince of Bel-Air, they said, <laughs> which I'm like, that's crazy. But like, I feel like that is maybe that potentially will have the most absurd slow piano version <laughs> in the trailer. That's that's a fucking YouTube channel right there is poorly used slow jam fucking trailer songs. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how we do it. That's how we break through, Andrew. That's what we do. Parody trailers with really fucking bad choices well, th- of songs. I feel like the Fresh Prince one wouldn't be piano, it would be like like creepy violins for like the <laughs> for the bum 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 dun 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 it'd be like it'd be like really like creepy oh that's fucking great yeah i'll call up hans zimmer hans zimmer you're you're not busy are you he's like i got ah, geez and he's like shuffling papers around he's like i gotta do all these scores (laughs) oh sorry buddy oh boy oh boy any hoots um yeah I'm, uh i'm excited for the next wanda i don't i also really want to see nomadland which is uh what i'm gonna call a real movie but the um, uh it's that francis mcdormand closure movie oh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i don't know anything about it which is part of the reason why i'm like oh i gotta go see this like it's on hulu now i'm like all right cool it's like the front yeah. runner for a lot of yeah, I've 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 been reading about that. I want to watch the um, Judas and the Black Messiah as well. Right, right. I keep reading that 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 popped up on Netflix or HBO Max, and it's only Thank got you. a limited time on there. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. I should probably be. I should probably be watching more films because I'm about to watch four hours of Justice League. So, I feel like I need to like do films a service. You know, like watch films. <laughs> That before should be I our, watch that that should be our episode before justice league sean and andrew talk about films uh, yeah, since we have to watch like good films before we, gotta, we, we keep talking about doing an episode where we eat our vegetables and that is a that is a we need to eat our vegetables before eating just the worst process yeah we should definitely let's let's we'll figure out a movie that's like kind of new or something yeah we could no, also do no. like a genuine retroactive review of some shit from dc if we want to do like the build up to jl but that's also a lot of work that's a lot and those are like i think my problem with like doing that would be it'd be like a something that we've probably seen and it'll be something where i'll have trouble engaging with like it'll be like a thing where i'll be like i'm not gonna watch bvs i'm not gonna pay attention to bvs like that was the problem like when we watched iron man i was like i need to be doing something like i've seen it yeah. so much it's yeah. good i like i like it although iron man one has some things that are not great in it and uh, and have aged not great so it's weird yeah there's a lot of um racism i guess yeah 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the terrorists are like. Yeah. It, it feels like a movie that was written in 2004. Yes. Which, not saying that's a good thing either, but. Uh, yeah. It, it's, it was like, it feels like heightened fucking war on terror bullshit. Yeah, it is. Um, it feels very much also like the closer to like the tail end of that being like the norm or like accepted in in things mm-hmm. it's weird yeah it, yeah it, it's, it's weird it's definitely yeah it, it's a product of its time uh it's even like i think it would be arguably a little past it even for the time but yeah it's yeah definitely things to talk about i think i think people are talking about it more recently i've been yeah kind of seeing yeah going back and watching, watching it. it yeah any hoots. Johnny Favs. Johnny Favs. I'm going to ding you for that one. Ding you for that one, Johnny. But but you get a... Uh, but that also feels like that wasn't his... That's not something that like he would want to do. Like, you know what I well, mean? Like it's, I mean, yeah. yeah it's, it's also like, I mean, hey, I'm, the origin is probably not super unracist either. It's It was Vietnam. So yeah, they, which, they swapped yeah. it for the current war. So it probably, I bet you if you read some old Iron Man comics, it's probably not great either. <laughs> There's a reason why they've never just straight up done the Mandarin. So it's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. yeah. Oh boy. So I'm curious if I'm gonna go back and watch like the Incredible Hulk and be like, oh my god, <laughs> like, Ty Burrell. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Any hoots. Um, buddy, uh, should like, rate, subscribe, all that good stuff. Yeah, why not? Yeah, give us, you know, if you got something you want us to watch, throw it in the comments. Yeah. Wherever, I don't know. Talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Talk about it. Talk about it. That should be our new theme song. Watching those movies and sometimes other stuff. Talk about it. Talk about it. Is that anything? Is that anything? Gotta move on. Right. Gotta move on. That's the sign out. (laughs) And it just says like June. (laughs) Funny thing about talking about it. Um. (laughs) We live in a society back then. Where we have to talk about it. By the way, I'm going to wear this crown of... Hey, by the way, I found this crown of thorns, Batman. Is it cool <laughs> if I were to put this on? I hate that so much. I think I closed that. Oh, yeah, I don't fuck. Want that anymore. Oh, boy. Anyway, buddy. Uh, like, rate, subscribe. You know, hit us up on the socials. I'm waving at everybody on an audio platform. So, bye. Bye. Badoop.